Welcome back. I'm your host, Yusuf. This is the Monarchy Movement. This is going to be one hell of a ride. Follow us on this journey on the road to kingship. Welcome to the Monarchy Movement, hosted by Yusuf. Donnie Boy. Man. Frankie D. Brother. How you doing, man? I miss you, man. I miss you even more. I miss you, brother. It's a pleasure, man. I'm, I'm actually sorry. very happy to have you here. I'm actually even more happy to be here. I'm really happy for you. Congratulations on this. This well, is appreciate uh, it. seeing a good friend from a long time do something this amazing and this uh, breakthrough in Ottawa in particular. Uh, it just it, it's a warming sensation. For well, sure. I appreciate it. You man. know what I mean? Especially well, I appreciate where it. we all came from, you, me, and Ali, and you know the, the grind, the hustle, everything. It's it's uh, I'm proud of you, man. See, that's what I <laughs> want to talk about, man. Yes. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, brother. You know, that's something. <laughs> I was literally talking about this yesterday with my brother. I'm like, you know what? Well, it's a long time coming, man. Mm -hmm. it it's is. something I really wanted to do, you know? Well, you always had the uh, the charisma and the character for it, you know? Whenever you watch those guys on, on TikTok or Instagram yeah. or YouTube who have these very large uh, podcasts and they talk business and stuff, you know, you always struck me as one guy that eventually would get into this game as well. I love it, man. So, yeah, man. <laughs> I appreciate all the love. <laughs> all the you. love. Donnie Fat Cat, ladies Thank and gentlemen. You. This Thank is you. Donnie Fat Cat, Thank the legend you. himself. I'm not sure about a legend, man. He's the legend himself, man. <laughs> no, no, he's still upcoming, man. Well, see, that's what I see. You know what? That's one thing I, I got to say. You know, man, it's been, um, especially even in your journey, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Long time coming for you, man. You know what I mean? I'm proud of what you're doing. I want to obviously talk about a lot what you're doing, but sure. man, Talk about humble beginnings, eh? Yeah, man. Ups and uh, downs. You yourself, bro. <laughs> you're the epitome of ups and downs. There's nobody that can touch your fucking shoes and hear you. No, are, no. Believe me, there's there's guys that I wish I could, you know, achieve their greatness. So, <clears throat> you know, I just, uh, I had to stick through faith. Um, you know, we come from a religion that we were taught so many lessons through our prophets, uh, through our Quran. So whatever we were challenged with, uh, you know, it's nothing compared to the greats, right? So, 100%. Um, I had to stick it out. I had to fight. No one was going to fight for me in my uh, in my journey. Fact. So, um, you know, there, there were definitely huge challenges I had to go through. Um, you know, well, you know what they say, right? The enormity of rewards is, is based on the enormity of suffering. At that point, uh, inshallah, right? Like I'd say, in both, yeah. in both, you know, if you want to look at it in a mm -hmm. religious sense and and mm -hmm. even like in a business sense, let's be honest. Anybody that's ever made it to such a high caliber, even if you want to talk. You want to talk athletes or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They got to train seven days a week and, and they're they're literally battle, they're, they're battle ready at all times. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. And then even if you talk in business, let's be honest, you know, mm -hmm. let's talk, bro, Spain. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. literally, you went off, you did dentistry and you worked your ass off to study and all that. Yeah. Nothing came easy for you guys, man. No, nothing was easy. Um, you never expected it to be easy either way, right? Like we knew that there was, there was a huge hurdle that you had to go through. Um, <clears throat> I had to study first. I got my bachelor's degree here in Ottawa. Um, and then with the bachelor's, I was eligible to apply to dental school. And yeah. when I went to dental school, I didn't do it here in Canada. I had to go abroad. Um, and that was in itself a huge challenge, right? And then when I finished dental school and then I came back here, I went through an agency that unfortunately turned out to be, you know, unfortunately, um, uh, they were fraudulent and I got in trouble for it, right? Um, and, you know, that was my fight that i had to fight i don't know what it was that whether it happened mentally where also. were you there obviously you know for mm -hmm. more of the viewers I, mm -hmm. I know what you were going through yeah but you were you know every, you were shaking it rough that was unfortunate man yeah it was definitely it's uh you know i've, I've never had any run-ins with trouble ever in my life yeah you know i grew up in a pretty uh safe community uh yeah, while, you, while you were going to school or you know mm -hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not holy. <laughs> you know, I've always had, uh, you know, a pretty privileged life. And then uh, I get stuck with a case, right? And um, it was a pretty nasty one, to be honest with you. That's crazy, man. Um, it drained me of all my money at one point. Uh, the lawyers that I had hired weren't really doing much for me until... Bro, you were working several jobs. I was working a hundred jobs. Crazy, man. Right? You were sleeping in my uh, my X5. If I don't know if you remember those I things. do remember that, man. Like I was driving to different cities, starting my own business. And all the money I'm trying to make from these businesses was to pay lawyers. Um, and I couldn't afford to stay at a hotel or anything fancy. So what I would do is I would stay in my car, wake up in the morning, go to one of those Flying J uh, gas stations, take a shower for seven <laughs> bucks and freshen up. Well, that's what makes you, bro, man, that's what, that, well, that's what makes you resilient. You but know it, was, I mean? it was an adaptation, right? So... Uh, I'm I'm actually pretty happy that, it, you know, I had to uh, to to experience that extreme hardship, uh, only to know that now when things are starting to get better, or inshallah in the future when things become even more better. Yeah. Uh, what what I had to go through to achieve that, you know, money money is everybody's dream to have so much of. Hundred percent abundance. To, to to just relax and be free, right? It just it gives you that peace of mind. Um, but at the end of the day, when you're fighting for your uh, credibility when you're fighting for your your image you're fighting for your your freedom at the end of the day uh you really get to know yourself very well well, well let's be honest i think a big thing of that too was not even just it was the fact that it was you're innocent exactly yeah. you're innocent and you were going through a situation where they were deeming you guilty and they put you in the public obviously we're not going to get mm -hmm. into specific details sure. you know what i mean thanks but um how did you feel about that? You know, what was your mindset when you're you're like, man, I didn't do it. You know I, what I mean? You know, when you get hit with that, especially with the media going at you as a um, as a witch hunt, right? Yeah. And they don't they don't leave you alone. No. Like I was getting phone calls from from several outlets in the middle of the night. Hey, can you tell us your side of the story? I'm like, what side of the story? You guys already went out and and and, and spilled something. You made it into Smeared. something. Uh, it's beyond smear, right? Yeah. It's a complete uh, tarnish. It's it's uh, it, it it really destroys you, right? It's like they're a dog with a bone, and they're not leaving you alone. And it's almost like you're living that Andrew T feel. You know what I mean? I feel I feel him. I feel for him, right? Um, the media they have an they have an agenda. It has to be evil, especially with people of minorities such as us. Um, other people that were in the exact same situation as me didn't even get a phone call from the police. That's they were crazy. just told by the boards that hey, listen. Uh, you might want to retract your application. You know what I mean? And they were the same people that wrote the exam with me. Overseas. Really? Exact same ones. I wow. Can, so I can I show that to you off camera. That's great. No, no, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'd love to see it. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? It was, I, was, I was the chosen one to, to barbecue, if you want to say that. That's right? great. They, what barbecue? You were roasted, bro. <laughs> Charcoal, man. So man. It was a hard one. Hell and back. Hell and back, for sure. But let's but, be honest. When you went through all that. Yeah. <sighs> Who stood by your side? The How least, many people exited your life was unbelievable. A lot. A lot exited. I would say the majority did. Yeah. And Let's talk about that. And the least expected people were the ones who came out of nowhere. Without even asking. They're like, do you need any help? Are you okay? That was the first question they asked. You were amongst them. Ali was amongst I them. I was at your back, man. You, from day Donnie one. Fack, from, I, from, you, Donnie Fackett. Nobody plays games with Donnie Donny Donnie is a legend. <laughs> Um, people that you never expected just really came through with uh, pure intentions, 
just asking if I was okay. That was the first thing they asked, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, I wasn't okay, right? It was it was shocking, right? When I it, couldn't even believe that. Had, like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even believe when I first saw it. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, it was it was pretty intense. If sure. you guys knew this guy, mm-hmm. unbelievable. There's not a criminal bone in his body. You no, know what I mean? It's not it's not part of who I am, right? I'm yeah. just a hard worker, and you know, I I got excited to go through a a, a process that was gonna get me to where I wanted a little bit faster. I should have been more, you know, aware, but I I wrote it. Um, I got in trouble for it. The people in charge of it actually got in, got caught later on, and that's what pretty much exonerated your exonerated case. Exonerated my situation. And, and can we and tell them what it was about? If you want, yeah, you can. Uh, there's certain specifics that I've been asked by my no, no, just in general about, what yeah. what they were trying to defame you for. Uh, they were defaming me for trying to impersonate another dentist to take the dental boards here in Canada using his credentials. And that wasn't the case. I went through a process with an agency after I graduated dental school. From where? From Spain. Right. And so they, just so they know. Yeah, yeah. And when I went through this agency, it's an American agency. Yeah, yeah. Um, they provided me documentation. They made me do a bunch of exams and interviews and all this stuff that made them look pretty legit. Legit, yeah. They had a website. They had an office in Boston where I had to go and, and, and visit them. And then at the end of the day, right, uh, when I went through all their process and paid them fees, huge fees. Not crazy. And yeah. they still took you. <laughs> they still took my money. That's right? insane. Um, and when I, when I got in my, then anyways, I applied to the boards uh, with the documentation that I quote unquote earned. Which board? We're talking uh, about the dentistry uh, board. Sure. Yeah, yeah to, to become a dentist here yeah. in Canada. Um, and then basically they. CNIH or whatever it's called? Sorry? What is it called? What is uh, the board the, called? CNIH or something like that? The National Dental Examining Board, okay. DEB. Um, but anyways, uh, I applied with those documents that I quote unquote earned. Yeah. The boards actually notified me that, uh, they, they noticed it was, which you did earn by the way. I, I remembered you vividly yours. Yeah. Anyways, the, the stuff with that agency clearly wasn't. No, I'm just saying yeah. you were actually legit from the jump. And that's why the judge favored in, in my case said, Hey, listen, I want to see you as a dentist in a few years. You're, there's no ban on getting your dental license. Like yeah. You're and my lawyer defended it and said, yeah, this guy hasn't dental degree from abroad from europe um he's legit and yeah. and that helped and that helped at the end of the day um but when the agency got caught the american fbi was actually on it um, really yeah my lawyers hired them and no way yeah, well my, i guess they mm-hmm. had to anyways right? well, because hey, listen, i was digging i was saying i'm like guys i promise you it wasn't me who hacked this university and changed all this stuff it wasn't me crazy it was the, these people They're like well where are these people yeah. right i'm like not how would you know? You know, three, four months later, I find that my lawyers, uh, these two Egyptian lawyers that I hired at the end, uh, killed it, killed it. These guys, beautiful lawyers, um, and they went. Uh, and Your died. people, got, yeah, my people, man. Hey, man, they, blessed, they, they bro. You know what I mean? They got you out of it too. <laughs> you know what I mean? They went in and in, uh, got them indicted through the FBI, and boom, there's my credibility. Where did they find these guys, by the way? Well, they're called the Mabna hackers. At the end of the day, that's how they were. In, that's how they were caught. They noticed that they were entering a lot of university systems and hacking their uh, their research, their admin, their registrar's office, their student portals. Wow. Everything. What huge. an operation. It's, it's, it's a huge. Uh, not just that. They were going to government agencies. They were going into a whole bunch of stuff they're not supposed to be going through. And then they were selling these credentials uh, overseas to, you know, I don't want to say to which people because I really don't know. More but, like uh, hacks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They had, they had their, their clientele, right? And maybe for themselves as well. Um, but 12 of those guys including the one that was my quote-unquote agent, yeah, <clears throat> right there with his name, with his picture exactly as described. 
And then, you know, the prosecutor is like, okay, freak, like, what are we going to do? That's right. So anyways, uh, at the end of the day, it it worked out. Uh, Unfortunately, I had to get roasted. Um, But what happened, right? You you build up again. Like, I wasn't going to end my life over it. You know what I mean? I was 29 when it happened. I was a kid. Um, I just turned 35 last week. And now, Happy birthday, thank really. you, man. And and now I'm just I'm a piece of shit, by the way. I don't even know if I called you or anything. You did, did I? <laughs> I think so. You my, my, you, yeah, my, I, I'm mem- sure I saw something. My funny. memory nowadays, it's man, okay. is shot. It's okay. I, I don't even live in Ottawa, right? I live in Toronto. So, like, but either way, I, I remember getting something from you and the guys. Um, Show some love for sure, man. At least, yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I had to rebuild um, back on track for that. And now I have my two other businesses, my trading company. So yeah, let's talk about that. For, let's talk about that. So what are you doing exactly? <laughs> exactly? Yeah. I, I operate my own two companies. One of them is an IT company. So in that company, we do a lot of... There's one particular thing I can't really discuss because of That's a few NDAs that I have signed. That's fine. But we produce equipment for a very large defense agency. Very good. Yeah. So that's one of those. Um, if I ever that, need help, I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> in that same company, I also do a lot of uh, equipment for healthcare and and and, okay. and the bigger. Uh, so the pandemic picture. must have been beautiful for you. Then. Uh, well, I didn't get into PPEs or any of that stuff. I was more focused into like surgical, uh, medical, dental, and all that stuff. The sales and, and did you did you see a boom in revenue? In that time. And that time compared to now, because I won't lie, anything mm-hmm. COVID related, even for us, mm-hmm. like the COVID numbers, even for most people I've spoken to about business, a lot of COVID numbers and today's numbers, yeah. they don't match. There's a big drop in revenue, right? Because it was such mm-hmm. a boom. It was very good. Well, you know what? I, I I was actually really happy with the pandemic. It My business grew big time in the pandemic. 100%. Uh, especially my international business. So <clears throat> my overseas clients, they were obviously more interested to buy. And at that point, I was able to sell a lot more, ship a lot more. Yeah. Um, so that was that was fine. So that's the that was the medical equipment and stuff like that, right? Yeah, medical technology mostly. <coughs> yeah. So I I stayed in the tech side of 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 that IT department. Well, Toronto's a completely different market. It's it's a bigger it's animal, right? And I love it. Completely right? different market. I'm, Even mindset and everything. In general, right? It's a business capital. Here, it's you know, it's a government town, so people. Are Literally, what do they say? That eighty percent of anybody that lives in Ottawa works for some form of government, whether 100%. it's municipal, provincial, yeah. federal. It's it's the fact, right? So people who are more institutionalized like this, you know, they they're they're very careful about spending, even at lunchtime or something like that. Every dollar is uh, is 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 sacred to them, and I I respect that, right? Like if you're going to control your money, this is the best place to be. But if you want to grow. You want to have business. You want to have some more, you know, financial freedom. Uh, you know, the big cities are where it's at. Go to the big cities. Deal with the traffic <laughs> in Toronto. Deal with the traffic. You, you know, know what I mean? Get the point A to point B. It's, it's, you know, it's crazy. Most of so the Torontonians have like two-hour commutes on average. Yeah, that's fact. Yeah. I feel like the second I hit a 20-minute drive, I'm going to pass on. <laughs> here in Ottawa? <laughs> oh, my God, man. If it's from like, as an example, from here to Orleans, let's yeah. say, oh, I'm that's a big crying, one. Yeah. crying. I'm like, there's no way. 
don't take me to the 15 minutes that's it that's leave me alone you know central it's great you know yeah. if, as soon as i hit the 40 minute mark i yeah. used to have subhi have to drive me everywhere really sb had to drive me everywhere because if it was 30 minutes plus yeah i don't know what it is i had like the zamal that syndrome would, would i would just you, switch eh? off and i'm like this you know <laughs> <laughs> there's a time we went to the states hey man you have a range Rover. that's a comfortable car you get it, in it is you're sleeping, I'm, so I'm like this get yourself a beater yeah. or something you'll be you know, okay man. Well, it's crazy i remember one time he's yeah. such a it was a piece of shit, man. We went to the States to yeah. go do, uh, what was the name of that thing? Black Friday shopping. Okay. Black Friday shopping mm. in the States is mm-hmm. nuts. You know, I've never shopped on Black Friday in my whole life. Here, it's a joke. I won't I've, lie to you. I've I, never done it. I've always saw the commercials. I've saw the people getting all excited about it, but I've never stepped out of my house or, or my office the States on that day. I saw the videos. Yeah. It's crazy. I remember <laughs> when we went there. And there was like nine of us, nine of us, and we're all like big-looking goons. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we all look scary. You know what I mean? Generally, I'm a huge guy. You I'm are. a pretty big guy, I'd yeah. say. SP's even bigger. Mm-hmm. Then you had Donnie. You had everybody there. Gaddafi. Everybody was with us. Gaddafi. Yeah, one of our boys. Okay. So <laughs> there was like nine. Of, no, <laughs> no, there was nine of us there, bro. And I remember mm-hmm. it was. Uh, one of my guys, shout out to Donovan Roffington, is a good man. I used to work with him in um, Myers, Hyundai, and Bell's Corners. Okay. And he was from Plainsfield, New Jersey. Anyways, he was telling me all the things about Black Friday. Sure. And he's like, listen, man, go on a Thursday. The deals on the Thursday is going to be the same on the Friday. So go on the, like the Thursday evening. Mm-hmm. It was overnight. The places were, were open overnight. I remember we get there on the Thursday. Okay. First of all, getting into the States... With three Arabs in the car? Oh, man. That's all I got to say, man. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I've been in that And there was three before. cars behind us. We're all going as an entourage. Only none of us made it in. Anyways, we get there. They gave us a hard time. Actually, it was not so bad, but it was a hard time a little bit yet. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So we get to the States. And then anyways, we start shopping or whatever. And I'm like, man, this is insanity. I swear to God, I think I dropped like 1200 bucks. Okay. Close? Bro. I got like three wardrobes. It was insane. It was insane. Twelve hundred US. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred Canadian, bro. Okay, that's pretty good. So whatever the conversion rate was at that time, it was mm-hmm. insane. This is what twenty fourteen or something like that. Twenty fifteen. Okay. I don't even good remember. Days, I th- yeah. It was around one of those two years. I don't want to say mm-hmm. twenty fourteen. Yeah. The end of twenty fourteen. So, anyways, we get there, bro, and I remember it wasn't so busy yet. So I'm like, man, everybody's a, everybody's a liar, man. I'm here. Where's the zoo? Where's the jungle? I'm ready for the action. You know. 12 o'clock hits, bro. 12 a.m.? Yeah. Okay. 12 a.m. hits. I swear. Out of nowhere. It was like a goddamn zoo. It was crazy. Crazy. People bumping this into each other. At, at a shopping center or what? This was at, uh, man, I, I wish SB was here to tell you. I mean, I'm the worst with destinations. I can't even no tell you. I know we started off in Syracuse and all the other places. I don't remember what the other ones were called. Okay. I know there's Syracuse, Watertown, and there's a couple more. Woodbury? Maybe. Yeah, the big outlet mall kind of thing? I was passing out on the drives. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I forget about Long the GPS. Well, don't wake me up when I'm there. You know what I mean? I, so anyways, 12 o'clock hits, yeah. bro. Crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. They get pretty People nice, are yeah. bumping into us. And mm-hmm. we're looking like, wow, like, yo, these people are pretty, like, you know, mm-hmm. very pushy, man. I'm starting to get frustrated how many mm-hmm. times I'm getting bumped into, you know? Anyways, I guess we... So one of the guys picks up, like, Jordans and whatever, yeah. 
I don't know, I guess you hear things from Canada compared to the States, right? Well, we see the videos of, of people knocking each other down, grabbing televisions. Exactly. And, you know, uh, it, it looks crazy, as 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 you said. Like, it looks bro. So like something I'd never want to be part of. So a couple of, I guess a couple of guys ended up getting like um, Air Jordans, okay? I, I'm, I'm, you see how we're dressed. This is how we dress, but mm -hmm. anyways, they like the urban wear or whatever. Sure. So they buy some Jordans, and there was a dude that there was a couple of guys that kept following us, and I'm like, man, okay. And the intuition just kicked in, you know what I mean? Right oh, wow. away, you know, I caught them from the corner of my eye. I'm like, guys, <laughs> one thing, you know, it's funny, man. I, I can't see he taught this to me, you know, who's a very influential person somewhere, but he told me, Frankie, mind your surroundings, you live forever. Oh, yeah. So that was the first thing that popped up. His voice, you know what I mean? Little popped up in my head, and then right away I noticed something was up. Eh? I, I'm like, man. These guys have balls. There was like three of them mm -hmm. or like four of them. There's nine of us and everybody's bigger than the other. You know what I mean? Okay. And everybody's capable, you know? Big brawl, right? It's about it's crazy, yeah. man. It was, what pulls out a knife. They tried oh. to rob with the Jordans. It Jeez. was a brawl. Cops came. You guys okay? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. yeah, it was a good time. You know what I mean? Good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good Man, you attacked know, in New York. I kind of, the cops come and then they try to arrest us. I'm like, man, you know, we just came <laughs> shopping. Victims here, yeah. I gotta admit, man, what was very nice is there's a bunch of people that were screaming, and I, it's, I can't even believe we crowd. didn't get world star. You know what I mean? Because that was the <laughs> time of the world star. World star. This still happens, man. Uh, Ali does it all the time. Uh, does he? Man, that's the worst. <laughs> so I'm mean, I couldn't believe it. We didn't get world star. It was going nuts. Man. Oh man, that's I, I couldn't believe these guys had the balls for them. A nine monsters. It wasn't even David and Goliath anymore, bro. No, no. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It was like the elephant and the ant story, but it was... Anyways. You ever uh, watched uh, WWF when you were growing up? Wrestling? No. WWE and all that stuff? No. Like The Rock? I, would, I was just a crazy Mike Tyson fan. <laughs> oh, really? Well, <laughs> That's it's, it's this thing run. called the Royal Rumble, right? It's when all the wrestlers would come in and start beating each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to play the video game. <laughs> like, That's what you say. Yeah, you should throw them out we of the ring. I used to watch the pay-per-view for the Royal Rumble. It was the biggest event in wrestling, right? And this literally just sounds like it, man. It was nuts, man. Yeah. Even when we were shopping in the stores, mm -hmm. it was me. Yeah. At, the, at some point, I remember I had something in my hand. I don't remember what it was. And then some guy just comes and grabs it. And I just grab him. Like, you don't see me. You don't see me. I'm holding this. Yeah. I yeah. just try to steal that out of my hands. I want this, whatever. But look but at I, the people, right? They're like, they're like sheep. You know, they're told there's a sale. As if this sale, their life depends on, right? Look, look what they're doing. They're acting like animals. No, 100%. No cognition, nothing. And they're just going and but grabbing things out of your hand. Pulling a knife. Are nuts. Is it really worth it though? No, no, it was my first and last time anyways, you know what I mean? It's never, I went back again because I'm like, man, I got to get ready for a brawl here, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. It was nuts. It could have been your life, man. God forget. But one thing that's nuts is for some reason, this, even the electronics in the States compared mm -hmm. to Canada. I remember I was trying to buy a, I know it's a little tangent, but I was I, I was trying to, because I was all a Samsung guy. Everything I had was Samsung. I just okay. converted to Apple, you know what I mean? But nice, uh, welcome. You know, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long the time Apple ago. Guys, you love them, huh? I love Apple, man. I can't even, I don't even know how it took me so goddamn long. Oh. The ecosystem and all that. But anyways, I thought Samsung <laughs> did the same. So I had Samsung since like the beginning, bro. Okay, cool. After the Blackberries, actually. I had the 3GS. We all started Samsung. with the Blackberries. Yeah. I had the Pearl well, and then I went right into the World yeah. Pearl, bold, yeah. you know what I mean? There Those were the days, you know what I mean? <laughs> BBMs and all that. But uh, anyways, I remember I was trying to buy with a laptop, the Samsung Galaxy Pro 2 or whatever. I was just okay. trying to make everything Samsung, tablet, all that. Yeah, being consistent there. And then, so this is on the pre-order, right? So anyways, I open up the site and I see I see the specs. I'm like, okay. Uh, let's say it was like 1800 bucks or some shit like that. Okay. 2000 bucks. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, okay, I'll get to it. Something happened. You know what I mean? I go back on. I try to go back on the Samsung website. I'm like, what the hell just happened, man? It's like 1400 bucks. I'm looking at the specs. I'm like, man, it's way better. What just happened? You know what I mean? Okay. So I go purchase, purchase, whatever. Then it starts telling you about zip code and address in the United States. Okay. okay USPS. Okay. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? They only you tell me the States, same yeah. product that we're getting is inferior compared to the laptop in the States. I know it's a tangent, but I was so mad. And then the lap, the MacBook came, you know what I mean? And I was super happy with the MacBook. And you've been, a, you've been with that ever since? I'm a convert, bro. You're a convert? I'm a, I'm a revert at this point. <laughs> yeah, man. That's that's intense, man. I don't know. I was never into the shopping game. Um, I hate shopping, bro. You know what I mean? Like, there's you know, there's days I like to go out and get some things here and there. But that's it, right? I'm more focused on on cars, for example. That's my that's my thing. Um, yeah, cars, eh? <laughs> Don't get me started, man. Cars, eh? Speaking about the Tundra, eh? Oh, yeah, the Tundra. <laughs> you almost got shoved out the door. Oh, man, no. You can't shove me out. Don't ever mess with my business is one thing. Isn't that crazy? I'm, I'm picking they up. They thought you were an exporter. Racial profiling. <laughs> from another fellow Egyptian. Can you believe that? He's, he's been handled already. And, yeah? Yeah. Did you end up getting the Tundra? I did, yeah. Uh-huh. I have the check in the car, and Friday morning, it's my collection. Blessed. Day. I won't lie to you. When I used to work at Toyota, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing vehicles, top to bottom. Oh, they are. The new ones especially are, are something else. <sighs> amazing. Yeah. I remember when they were, because uh, you have to do these training sessions and they take you on learning drives. When you were working there? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. even yeah. like, so the mm-hmm. last time when I was, man, 2016, 2017, something was like that. Was it that long ago? I remember yeah. when you were there, yeah. Wow, it's already been yeah. over five years I've been me, doing you this. You me up in a RAV4 at Ali's restaurant. That's right. It was a brand new one. That's you just right. had picked it up that day with zero clicks or something. That's right. And we were and driving I, back I kept, to auto it, it. The, But those were the loaner cars. You get the, I get to take the, or sorry, the demo cars, they call them. And it was expensive. Exactly. Right? It was like, what, something, 50 No, something? compared to now, prices are out of whack. Yeah, yeah. Prices yeah, are out of whack. I couldn't even believe it. Man. I couldn't believe a 2018 Toyota Camry. That was the, um, that was the redesign. Yeah, which is a very nice car. Yeah. Beautiful car. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Everything was off the Texas line. Uh, the Texas lineup. That's <laughs> how bad I want to move to Texas. Eh? Like it's literally on my mind. The Lexus lineup yeah. was fantastic. So even so, you know what? It was that same learning drive. They were showing us this video, and there was a tundra that had a million miles on it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, these cars they can handle it, eh? And it was, let's say, like a 2015, 2014. I wasn't old, but it was part of a construction fleet. Okay. And in, in the States, those big construction fleets, I guess what they do uh, is they go from state to state. So here you go from, you know, it's all over Ontario, but they're a state to state, right? Okay. So next thing you know, they, 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 anyways, it was a million miles. They traded it in. They said, you know what? We want to take it back to the factory. They take it apart. The engine was OEM, or I should say original, hasn't been changed. Transmission, the whole thing. Just a million miles, yeah. eh? Mm-hmm. Or it could be I a million, or it could be a million kilometers just converted to miles. One of the two, but that's that's the crazy. N- the number mileage. one million's there somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot that, that, that seven <laughs> figures there. <laughs> Anyways, so what they did is they threw it on a navy ship. Okay. Okay. So they wanted to test the rigidity of this car. But it's pulling off a navy ship now. <laughs> no, they dumped it in the water. Really? They threw it in the water, so they welded on hooks. Okay. Okay. They put on the anchors. The they sea. throw it in the sea. Okay. They lose it, bro. I guess it unhooks, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, they lose it. So anyways, they, their sonars pick it up. They pick up. So they end up grabbing it. Too, and I, I don't know. What are they called? CAA towing to grab that shit from the sea. <laughs> Imagine you know what I mean? Ottawa Metro. Right? Well, Ottawa Metro's <laughs> picking that shit up. You know what I mean? <laughs> this little scammers. There thing. you go. So they grab it out of the sea. Yeah. They bring it back to the plant. They drain all the fluids. They replace the fluids. Turnkey. No way. Crazy, man. 
See, I bought the new 2023 Tundra for my company, for my staff doing no. the uh, IT stuff. No. They need the, they need something to carry the weight. By the way, is everything in-house? Like all your staff is all in-house or any contractors that you guys are? Everything's in-house. I don't... Uh, That's easy they, to control. Based on, on the NDAs that I had to sign with certain clients, no. everything has, has to, to be in-house. So. It's way easier to control anyways. Oh, much better. Staffing yeah. is the biggest... Challenge, I should say. Well, I remember you know, back there, I used to business. have a second cup with my father, and, and we had turnover of staff all the time, right? So, um, I didn't want to get into that again. So, I wanted uh, so professionals. I wanted people with you know that depend on this job as a career. You know what I mean? It's not nine to five. This is a nine to nine, all that stuff. But they're getting paid. Uh, they're doing meaningful work, and and they stick, right? You treat them well. You you give them their dues, and you, pro yeah. you provide them something nice to drive as well. And uh, they're more comfortable, right? So I had to get the Tundras. <laughs> <laughs> Over the top. Don't tell me gas, man. Yeah, for sure. So Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, listen, man. They're carrying heavy equipment for the base, right? Like, Unless it, they, with gas prices nowadays, God bless it's not diesel. Oh, definitely not a God diesel. God bless it's I not sold diesel. my Mercedes SUV that was a diesel because it was a, the diesel it's price. Two, $2 and some. Even, I think it was it's still 2 bucks right now for a liter. It's insane. Something like that. I remember the height of it is when I sold it was 265 a liter. I sold it and I went back to S class right away. And well, let's be honest, you've always been a Benz guy, bro. The most biased Benz man in the world all day. for Mercedes Benz, yeah. He, this is the most biased <laughs> man when it comes to German vehicles, Benzes all day. The problem is, I still remember when you got that one brand new, you had to unwrap it out the box. What was the S class? Yeah. Um, it's always an S class, man. I've, I love those cars. But I'm not biased. I'm just saying the facts, right? Like, they just show up to any competition and they, they, they finish them off. BMW see, huh? has had such a hard time. Oh, I love BMW. I used to, I you know, but Benz just really knows you how You know to what? I feel headlock. Benz's interior mm -hmm. is more refined, luxurious, yeah. and they have more options. I, find. I don't know about now. It's mm -hmm. just it's been a while since, like you said, I have a Range Rover, right? But. Mm -hmm. I found back in the days BMW's interior were so basic. The, you know what I mean? Were the Even the, interiors, no, yeah. I know, but mm -hmm. it, like I found they were very basic compared to Benz. Yeah, but I love the body style because I had that the F10 or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that one. The, I love that. Series, the, the yeah, the, I had the 535. I like that car a lot. Yeah, I loved it, man. Mm -hmm. Great sound system. I had the 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 what was it called? The Dakota leather uh, the saddle seats. The dark brown. Oh or? man, that was such an that was an elegant car, man. I don't even remember the name sporty? of that color. The exterior? No, the interior was cinnamon brown. I don't something like that. Yeah, it was that was beautiful. But man. You had a nice exterior color. It was carbon black. It was carbon Schwartz. Schwartz is oh, black man, and German, yeah, you know. Carbon Schwartz. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's not fancy. Now I'm on a Range Rover. I love Range Rover. Man, mm. smoothest car. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. I love the I air like ride. I like it too. I hate the maintenance. Is it bad? It's unbelievable. I don't, man. I heard. I that heard. thing is in the shop every other week. I swear to God. Do you plan on upgrading it or you just want to ride it out? And, Honestly, they're beautiful, yeah. man. I do I, I do want to say yeah. I do want to say yeah. At the time being, when I bought the car, it was just for a flip piece. I had the truck. I didn't even care. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I was buying it as a flip piece. And then I said, you know what? I'll carry it for the winter. Man. It was incredible in snow. That grass, in gravel, winter. mud program. Yeah, that's what it's made for, right? It's incredible. Yeah. It's that's incredible. literally what it's made for. And beautiful, man. I had yeah. zero problem. I was still had the 22s with the all seasons. I wasn't even wearing. I didn't even have. I'm wearing. Where? I, didn't even have, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have 20. I didn't even I have understand the car winter lingo tires. Very good, bro, you know so what I mean? It's all good. <laughs> I'd remind, the reason why I'm laughing is because it reminds me. Of the, the, you know what? One thing I never. 
If I ask a stupid question, it drives me crazy. And I remember the dumbest question I've ever asked is I remember I have a boy, his name is Dogma. We call his name is Ali. We call him Dogma. Why? And he brought because uh, he <laughs> likes to push buttons, and that's what it means. You know what I mean? And the crazy part. So he just he had a CLS Benz at that time, fresh. Beautiful. CLS. I like it. It was beautiful. I still love the CLS, mm-hmm. but when he had it at that time, being it was fresh. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it just got brand new rims, twenty inches, with beautiful tires, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, how much did you get these for? And he's like, his cousin shipped them from uh, whatever country that was. I think it was a desert country. It was one of the Arab countries. I don't remember which one. And then um, I'm like, how much did you get it for? He's like, 500 bucks American. For I'm like, yo, that's for the whole thing, for the rims and the tires. What? I'm like, bro, that's incredible. <laughs> do they have winter tires? <laughs> probably get I told him, do you have winter tires? He looks at me. He's like, man, are you okay? It's a fucking desert. Why would they have winter tires in the desert? That's what I was laughing when I said that. Oh, man. But uh, I didn't even have winters on, man. Thing was incredible. I was plowing through the whole place. Yeah. I went to go sell it. So I said, I'll keep it for the winter family car. Summertime. As soon as the springtime comes and the gas, I was literally just posting it. I had some inquiries. Gas hits and khalas. It was Instantly. over. It was crazy. That's Forget it. it. Habibi, it this whole thing is shut down. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to buy it anymore. I had it posted since last April. You know what I mean? Nobody wants it. And that was the old body style where everything was made of steel. And exactly. It was a 2012. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, was... That's when they uh, they really were all about strength and durability and all that stuff. The new ones are great. I actually, I'm planning on leasing one very soon. Uh, the full size. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want, were you looking for the sport or? No, no, the full size. Yeah. I love the HSC. Yeah. yeah. The, the new ones, um, autobiography. Autobiography, the exactly. One? Yeah. Yeah. Not the extent. I like the short one so it can fit in my garage. I like the shape too. But uh, I'm specking one out right now. But every time do I it, spec man. it, I'm trying to. That's you a know? tax write-off. You're leasing it anyways. Right on. But yeah. every time I do it and I look at the value, and I look at the value of the new S580 or the new S63, there's within $1,000. I'm like, crap, man. I need to get the new S-Class as well. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, it's while I'm talking, while we're talking about this, I'm just thinking about <laughs> like, I'm just thinking about men. You, Donnie Fat Cat, during his issues... And Donnie Fat Cat now, completely different people. You know it what I mean? It's a different time, man. It's uh, like, you know, they oh, that, same, that same pressure that makes diamonds makes coals too. Yeah. I'm You're right. that diamond in the rough, man. And I'm telling you, the way you just, you elevated out, out of that situation. That situation took its time. Um, and in that time, I had to learn a lot of hard lessons. I had to learn about people. I had to learn about faith. I had to learn about resilience. I had to learn about extreme hard work. It wasn't easy at all. Um, you know, when they say, if you want to reach the top, you're not going to take the elevator. It's not going to happen. You have to take the stairs. That's a fact. You know what I mean? Every step counts, right? And I had a million steps to to climb. And I still have a billion steps to, uh, to get to, right? At the end of the day, what I'm striving for is Jannah. That's it. You know what I mean? Whether I become a billionaire in a couple of years or I don't, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm doing it right, I'm doing it clean. 100%. Uh, um, my, my people are happy and safe. My friends are okay. Um, everything is cool by the books. I have Speaking no Speaking of friends. With, uh, yeah. I want to go back to when everybody got the news. Mm-hmm. How many people are running? Like, tell me about the experience. Was it your best friends? <clears throat> was it yeah. people that were close to you that was running away? I wanted to talk about that just to show you it's crazy how as mm-hmm. soon as you get into a real time when you need real friends around you and you thought that was them, mm-hmm. they're gone like the wind. Yeah, that was uh, 
I, I was more sh- like embarrassed and shocked and, and, and you know, I was one, curious. What the hell, right? Like, where are all these people going? Why are they, you know, people. So how did it happen? Let's like, give me an example. Mm-hmm. Give me an example. One of your boys, call, is it you calling them? Are they calling you? Like, how no, did that work? So a lot of my good friends, including you and Ali and my best friend, Ozzy in, uh, in uh, Calgary, immediately call. Hey, are you okay? Everything cool? I'm on the way. Uh, my boys growing up, Hamid and, and Sadek and these guys, they're all calling, checking out. My brother was was overseas in France at the time. He called, hey, you good? Yeah, I'm okay. He's like, I'm on the way in a couple of days. Be cool. You know, just don't worry about what's going on. I know it's a lot of pressure. We're on the way. Um, the, there's other people, my parents, friends included, right? Um, friends that I, I, I studied with in my bachelor's degree who we kind of just stayed in contact with on, on social media with Facebook and all yeah. that stuff. They just messaged me, hey, listen, man, really sad, really sorry about what's going on. Uh, can we come over to your house? Are you okay? Do you need anything? Nice. And these guys I haven't seen in years, right? But the lasting impression I had with them was, was I guess it was good, right? Yeah. And then I had people that I went to school with or people in the neighborhood or uh, people in the, in, the, in the same field or whatever, right? Friends of friends. And they started hating. Oh my God. You know, people in general love bad news, right? They love, love it. They love seeing someone. They love it. Uh, going through a hardship. They love to judge. They don't know the whole story. And, and at the same time, there's a lot of people who um, don't know how to react to news, right? So they might just push themselves away. Sure. And people are afraid, right? And you can't, you know, what was put out there was scary for some people. And I don't blame them. Um, but I'm not a dangerous person. I'm not a threatening person, it. right? I'm always... I, in general, like I've always been a giving and generous person, from what I know. Um, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, like I've I've never hurt anyone. I never. Well, I know your character. Yeah. Um, but it was just shocking that all those people that I fed over the years, or I've provided jobs for, or helped out in any way, shape, or form, they gave me their back, or they just ran like there's no tomorrow, right? Um, I never confronted any of them about it. I forgive them, of course. You know what I mean? For Which me is to, very big of you. For me to move on with my own life, and very that's what I'm doing. Hey, you know what? You're, you're, you didn't want to hear the story? It's okay. I wish it doesn't happen to but you. But how did they leave? So did they say anything to you or did they just stop some, taking your call? Some people did uh, speak to me. They're like, hey, listen, because uh, we had, you know, some things going on, whether it was business or, you know, careers. How did they make stuff. their exit? Uh, first, it was silence, right? Silence always uh, has uh, its profound loudness, right? So you can kind of understand, yeah. uh, you can understand them with what they uh uh, Did you have maybe? anybody ever? I'm waiting for that one guy that was like, Omar, I got to stay away from you. Yeah, there was one guy. I'm not going to say his name. Uh, least expected. Least expected. He was one was of my he mentors. Somebody, he was one of your best friends? One of my mentors, actually. Mentors. Yeah, he's like, man, um, this is scary. Uh, it's like, I don't know you. It's like, this is coming out of a movie. How could you do this? It was a movie, man. <laughs> I don't know where the the one guy you'd never expect to be on the news. If you anything, you'd be like, "Hey, this guy's gonna get a, an award at dentistry on the news," you know? Not like that. Wait, you that know what's funny? I remember one guy messaging me. He's like, "Man, they couldn't find a bad picture of you." He's smiling. <laughs> <and all." laughs> uh, what a mugshot! The, they weren't even mugshots. They were pictures of my of my social media stuff of being happy and um, and the pictures of me in dental school too, right? Oh, or, or whatever. It's just like old photos. Isn't that nuts? Yes, dental school too. And this is yeah. what they're trying to claim in your eyes. And, and they're doing this, but 
Uh, I have to admit there was like, you know, the, the faculty of dentistry where I studied, they came through, they're like, hey, that was our student. Dude. He's legit. He's cool. He's That's a transcript. You know what I mean? They, they stood up for me, right? So well, they Were say, they just genuine good people or were you good to them and they were reciprocating as well? Well, everything, right? It it's was, karma. I guess, you know, you yeah. do good on others. They yeah. do good by you. Yeah. And then there's other people, you know, like, like who exited out of my life, which is fine. One of my neighbors was very weird about it. Every time she would see me, she would literally bolt into her house. Really? Yeah, dead serious. Well, well, it was a nice neighborhood too. Gorgeous neighborhood, yeah. And then one of my uh, other neighbors, um, he surprised me. We don't talk that much, but uh, I remember, I think I was about 20 or 21 at the time. I was a kid. He had a daughter. She was about six or seven years old. Yeah. And um, I was walking home. I was getting the mailbox. You know, like our house, there's a mailbox at the end of the road. Yeah, the community mailbox. There. And she fell down, that kid. And I saw her fall. And she hurt her head and she was, she was like not fainting, but she was throwing up and Damn. she was going through a hard time. And I remember carrying her and getting to her house and calling an ambulance and taking her to the uh, hospital. This is long, way before this, by many years. And when this situation happened to me, I found that man, the father of that girl, knock on my door. He's like, I'm really sorry for what you're going through. If and when you're ready to speak, I'm more than happy to sit down with you and hear your side of the story. Yeah. I know, and this is a white man, right? So he he told me, he's like, I know what these people are capable of doing to minorities, but I'm ready to write a letter to the judge to write about your character. Wow. That was the first person that even offered. I didn't know this is something that you can do, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, I'm prepared to write a letter about your character. I'm like, character man, witnesses. I've never met you before in my life. He's like, you saved my daughter's life uh, 15, like 10 years ago or something like that. That's incredible. So uh, that's a Donnie so, fact. So he, he remembered that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Obviously, it's his daughter, right? Um, but that was the, the kind of good karma that happened from it, right? So like, you don't know what's going on. And then there's friends I went to high school with and university with who were reposting this, you know, and, and laughing and sending it to each other. Isn't that crazy, man? You know, I'll yeah. tell you something, you know. The cowards love it when they see our hero finally fall. The one particular coward ship that... I personally uh, scratched my head and I said to myself, there's no way that people can look at me like this is when I found out there was a WhatsApp group made by some of these people I was telling you about, no. that they had a bet whether I was going to commit suicide or whether wow. I was going to uh, get really? convicted. Yeah. Um, the prey on their downfalls, that, man. Both, like, and they're both yeah. negative outcomes, right? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make sure all these guys, both sides lose. I'm going to make sure that I beat the hell out of this case. I'm going to come out of it stronger than ever and become better than ever. What you did? I don't know yet, right? Like we're still working, right? You don't, you've not, you haven't, you cannot evaluate yourself until you've retired, right? We're just working right now. Um, but that that's the one that really, really pushed the envelope for me. Um, I'm glad I sh shut it down, but I've took, I took note of who it was. And I made sure that my path never crosses with people like that ever again. I would never so, bother. I'm I'm a quiet guy now, right? I'd never I'm, bother with these kind of guys, man. <laughs> you know, I'm so you know it's crazy. I remember I always wanted the big crowds when I was young and all that other stuff, you know, oh mm. family. I, now I'm so selective, it's unbelievable. You have and to one thing to. I don't keep around, mm -hmm. you know, because I've learned I learned my lesson. You know what? I've helped out a lot of people. Man, I've carried a lot of people on my shoulders. I know. You I'm, know what I mean? I'm Unbelievable. <laughs> I pay their rent. I used to pay everything. Uh, you know, they're you know, they're crying. I got an eviction notice. And I'm listening to their story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? I haven't been able to pay the rent. Their parents are fresh here. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I genuinely don't want them to, the, the parents to be homeless. And I'd make up, I'd make up some kind of excuse. I'll be right back, whatever. I come back. Here you go. Here's the rent money. No, no, no. Frankie, it's okay, bro. It's okay. I said, listen, it's not up to you. Mm-hmm. I want to do it for me. You know what I mean? Go take care of your family. Here you go. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're the realest brother. You're, I love you, man. But and I'm is, like, I love you too. You know what I mean? This is from your upbringing, right? And this is from our culture and, and community that we all you support see one another. Who needs to eat, he's going to eat. But you know you what? Know? I re- we're, then, not, we're not cheap like that. Then later mm-hmm. on, and by the obviously that's the same one of the, man, I've been stabbed so many times. The, my back looks disgusting from how many times I've been stabbed Dang. there, you know? Yeah. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I, yeah. It's kind of imagining it. Stabbed <laughs> the back, you know? <laughs> don't, don't even. forbid. Man, it's almost like at this point, I literally, the one thing I realized out of all these experiences, and and you know me, you know, a very a very fulfilling life. Life was like a movie for me. You, I remember yeah. very, very well. Your and um, one thing I, from the bottom of my heart, I truly believe, the one, it's, you know, the one guy I'll never keep around is the desperate man. The desperate one? The ones that are desperate. Because mm-hmm. you know how they say desperate times calls for desperate measures? They will do anything. They get out of that situation. It's almost like a rat in a bucket and trying to get out of that. They'll chew their way through. So even if they got to throw you under the bus, they will. The people that Mm -hmm. I'll carry, everyone talks about, you know, you see these influencers that talk about, hey, man, we only want people that are are rich. No. I will take the guy that's broke, but that's ambitious and that's working his ass off, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. to get to where he wants to be. You know what I mean? But I'm super selective with that desperate man, never. You know what I mean? It's like, watch that friend that you feed because that's the same man that can bite the hand that feeds him. You know what I mean? 100%. And obviously in your situation, it happened and you're and they're coming out of the woodworks, bro. You're like, man, this is a guy that, you know, we were in the trenches with and I'm I'm speaking, you know, metaphorically, yeah, yeah. we're yeah. not at war and, and all these criminals. We're talking, you know, you're in the... You're studying and all that. That itself is a struggle, man. It is. You know what I mean? To be to to go through what you went through, man. You know, like while we're out there having fun, you were sitting there buckled down to the books. But you you live somewhere nice. You're living in Valencia, Port City, (laughs) going to Marbella. You know what I mean? But I I was enjoying my life, right? Uh, When I had time to, right? Um, Keep in mind, while I was studying, I was also working uh, to keep myself afloat. Of course. um, As my parents were sending, you know, my tuition and all that stuff. And I was very blessed for that. Sorry? Little care packages. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I got a care package. You got a phone call. Finish up fast. (laughs) This is expensive. Um, But, you know, yes, 100%. But I I was striving to get into a career that was, you know, a very reliable career with great opportunities. You loved it, bro. I love dentistry. And you, I you were so annoying much. about it. I was very annoying about it. It was my passion, right? Exactly. It still yeah. is. Um, but people have a hard time getting to dental school. It's very difficult to get into it. And then those who didn't get in or people that said, hey, this guy's going to be doing big things one day, they started to hate a lot, right? 100%. Um, and that energy, you know, definitely, you can feel it when you come back to town and they're like, oh man, how's dental school? And then, you know, they're like, oh, fuck this guy or whatever. I love it. You know what I mean? That's when you know you're doing something good. Hate all you want. Hate you know? all you want, man. And and it's not that. Like, I didn't care. Like, my friends group, I thought were always good, right? They were all like, you know, in the same kind of field as me. Um, but it was the least expected situation. Um, I'm... It, I, you know, it's funny enough, just a couple of days ago, one guy that I was recently 
uh, it's about a few months we've been hanging out. And then he, he asked me about, about the situation. He went right up on it and boom, he's, he, he literally excused himself. No, I'm, I'm too scared and all that stuff. I'm like, too mate, scared about what, man? Six years ago, it's all. What are you, a goddamn there. terrorist fugitive? He's like, the article said this, this, and that. I'm like, the article is an allegation. The truth is what happened in the court. I'm, a, I'm, I'm out. I'm chilling. I'm doing way bigger, better things now. Uh, I made a huge comeback. What's, what, what are you afraid of? But at the same time, do your thing. Go. I love that get, get comeback. Out. Get out. Stay as far as possible. Thank you for... You know what they say? You just pull a thorn right out of your neck or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like boom, like that? It's a bust. Out, out and about. And you feel such a relief when you find pricks like that out and about. But the weird thing is the least expected is who stood by me. And That's a fact. And, uh, and I just never expected it, right? Like God sends people your way all the time. You never know who you're going to impact and how they're going to impact you in a positive way. I, I always say, mm -hmm. you know, watch the people. Watch your people. You never know. Because who. they can be a blessing that was sent to you. Imagine if you break the heart and you're sat there. And yeah, yeah. But you, you literally just shot on a blessing that was sent to you. You know what I mean? Always treat people with respect. And that's one thing I was always doing my whole life was yeah. I never undercut from anyone. I never, you know, made anyone feel less or more than what they were. I was always, I was, you know. Yeah, and you were in a very fortunate situation. You mm -hmm. you wouldn't tell. Compared to uh, a lot of chill. us, you know what I mean? It was always, everybody that Humble. I met was, 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 a, was a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's okay, you know. At least I know who's who, and uh, and I'm glad to see my friends doing really well now, right? So it's crazy, isn't it? it's amazing. It's it's the most beautiful thing ever, right? Yeah. When we all link up in a parking lot and we're having a nice cup of tea, <laughs> you still have to do the PLP, the parking lot pimping. You know what I mean? You got to keep it classy. You know, you put on your music, your cars. You, you, know, know. you feel good. You feel living a nice house in Manitoba. Yeah, hey, listen, you're trying to go to the <laughs> to Morton's parking lot. I'll be there. You know what I mean? Of course, man. Uh, it just that get together, that that glamour shot, right? That everybody just you know feeling good. You know, Ali, our friend, I'm, I'm uh, he's one of the most people that I'm so proud of um, because everything he's done and all the success he has, he literally showers his family first, his mom, his dad. Well, his, that was his, his whole sisters. purpose was to get them out of the hood. They were living in an ishbab. Irregardless, man, he he stayed true to that. And anyone yeah. who ever needed anything to work or anything, this man, you know, is uh, you know people call him Ali Bighead. Right, I call him Ali Big Heart or Fat Life. <laughs> <laughs> you call him Fat Life, bro. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> but it's a good you can life. be real here, man. You call him Fat he's, Life. He's I don't even know Ali Big Heart. He's my boy, man. But he's got the biggest heart you've ever no, 100%, heard. You know, I don't this more than I've, anyone. I've bro. known him since I was a kid. Yeah, like like he. he I've known him since Dorchester <laughs> days. I don't even know where that is. That's on Shillington, right beside Codwell. When I used to live, when I say if I've known you since Dorchester days. Mm -hmm. That's when uh, we first came. I was a baby. Okay. You know what I mean? That's how long mm -hmm. I'm going Yeah, man. The guy, he, he uh, impressive all around. Um, loyal, like like you've never seen. He, like I said, huge heart, but always, always there for you. He was literally the first friend that called, worried. He's like, where are you? I'm coming to pick you up. Yeah. And at the same day, he's like, because I lost my job that day, right? He's like, I have a job for you right yeah, now. Yeah, you're deemed dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he's Bro, like, who are we talking about? How you th this man is dangerous? Crazy. You know what I mean? So it's it just like that. And I just love seeing his, 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 uh, his chapters, his growth, his success, yours, uh, ISIS, uh, everybody. They've all had their... their uh, they're, they're, they're up and coming, right? Ice and is coming down to Texas with me, actually. Is that right? Yeah. What are you guys doing there? I love his nickname. Ice? You know, you know call, why we you know call, him? I call him Ice Cream? Because <laughs> he's the kindest guy in the world. <laughs> Smooth. And, and, 
<laughs> you guys were nicknamed Ice Killer because of the ice and pick thing that he's breaking the driveway with? That's the best story, man. The story. The we image caught alone. him in minus 40 <laughs> in fucking shorts, wife beaters, and sandals, shoveling snow. I'm like, what are you fucking Bro, doing? Trying to kill the ice. He was using an ice pick. <laughs> with that. And I oh, heard that man. story and I couldn't stop laughing. Because you know he has got long, that long, long hair. hair. And he's <laughs> never gotten rid of it. Can you believe that? I know. He's, he's always it. had long hair. But just that image of him killing the ice, as, as you guys oh, were calling the it. Best. But the guy, he's far from that image, right? Because he's just so cool and relaxed and funny and, and just humble, you know? Yeah, yeah. I always call him ice cream, right? Because <laughs> he's the total opposite. I mean, I'm proud of everybody, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, big time. Big, big time. One of the, see, like, like I said, I was talking, we were mm -hmm. talking before we, we came on the show, I was talking mm -hmm. about... Uh, what I was saying, what I was, I was, do, I was about to do. One of the themes I'm trying to do here is basically, uh, is rich humble. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's everyone wants money, but what's your purpose for it? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Is it just for yourself? And at the end of the day, when you die, you ain't taking it to the grave. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. So staying here, a hundred percent. You ain't taking it nowhere. You know what I mean? What are you gonna have a bank down there? So for me, as an example, it's, it, there's a difference between greed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just wanting the money. And I always, I, I always talk about, for me, it's providing something, providing something of value and focusing on the service. If you're willing to give back genuinely, like a lot of the guys that I talk to and that I mentor in terms of business, and in, especially in networking, right? Because you know how they talk about there's a, I don't know if you ever heard of the term network like Casanova, but Casanova was a very smooth talker or whatever. And there's different person, like there's different ways uh, to network Okay. in terms of uh, one's the flirt, one's the researcher, you know what I mean? But um one of the things that I always advise is actually genuine. So in business, it's always good to have more entrepreneurs and, and more business owners in your corner. Yeah. But the thing is, is you have to be able to provide them with something of, like you have to be genuine. People can really cut through the bullshit. You know what I mean? It's very easy to cut through the bullshit nowadays, but everybody thinks that they're better than the other and they can always one up and put a little veil over your face and they think they'll get away with it. But it's not true. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... I always advise, one of the things that I like to say is I like to say, you know, actually genuinely pick up the phone. If you get a cold call and try to reach out to another business owner or whatever so you can network, I don't know what you're doing marketing or whatever, and you're going to genuinely call him, you know, and, and check up on this and talk to him. Obviously, he's going to, they'll be alarmed, you know, who's this random guy trying to call me and sell me something. Every time I get a call nowadays, someone's trying to sell me a service. Don't sell them anything. Ask them genuinely. Tell them who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, my name is Frankie. I'm the CEO of Monarchy Build. You know, I'm reaching out to you, Omar. You know, I just want to see how your business is going. Mm -hmm. how, how is your business doing now? You know, what challenges are you facing? You know, it's always good to have another uh, entrepreneur or businessman in your corner. How can I genuinely help you in your business? Maybe there's a contact I know I can help you out with. I swear to you, that's magical. Because they'll be like, wow, this guy's coming from a, he's coming from a place of help. Of course, he's not yeah. coming from a place of, I want something from you. Yeah. It's a very ugly trait when someone just comes up and, yeah. and it's like, you know, Everyone I just. a door to door salesman, right? So I've been, I've been <laughs> for a long time, man. You know, great networking, great marketing, but it's facts, right? But like in general, when, when you are getting to know a potential client or a lead, always get to know everything about them, right? Understand them, their, what they like, what they do for fun, what's important to them and all that stuff. And when you have your second or third phone call or meetup, you guys have a, a base to to start off the conversation with, right? You remember, for example, that last week he's he had to go to Costco, for example, after work. He was in a rush to get his kid a, a birthday cake or something like that. Hey, how was the birthday? You know, did you get the cake okay? Thoughtful, you man. Sentimental. I mean? And and, and he's, he'll start talking about that. 
No. Right? Oh, yeah, the party was great. The kids had a good time. And my wife was, you know, chilling. Leaving a lasting impression. Lasting impressions, right? And then you build and build and build up from there, right? So get to know your customer. And also your relationship with money, right? What do you want it to be, right? 100%. So make sure that, that your need for success is only for you, not for anyone else to That's see. Right. Never say, oh, my plans are ABC. Even though our profit, peace be upon him, said that, right? When you are working, stay in silence, right? Do not yeah. share your information. Do not, yeah. do not tell your plans and all that stuff. Work, work, work. And then, you know, I have a, I have a thing. You know, I, <laughs> we're running out of time, but one thing I want to leave I want to leave on a note is yeah, I have I have a thing where basically it's three things for me, in business and in life: be genuine, mm-hmm. be honest, be honorable. Mm-hmm. As long as you do those three, you'll be okay in most situations. I like to add with it: calm, cool, and collected. That's literally personality wise. Put those three, put those six together. No, you got your success. Uh, form most like situations, that. you'll be yeah. fine. Exactly. Donnie Fat Cat. Frankie D. Love you, man. Love you more, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Love you. Always good to have you. Thank you. Oh, I think I am. Oh, my God. Donnie Fat Cat. Let's do this, man.